exciting episode of seeing reddit where once a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that subject for about an hour i'm matt heron i'm sixth traveling wilbury jeff kowalski <laughs> i'm the person fated to kill bob dylan louisa heron whoa louisa <laughs> holy I'm moly not, i'm not gonna put any of that stuff from before the episode at the end <laughs> and so everyone's just gonna think you really want to murder bob dylan <laughs> listen jeff said he's a traveling wilbury this all makes sense find the clues listeners so are you saying you want Jeff Lynn to be the quickeninged uh, final Wilbury who has the power of all the Wilburys? Uh, sure. According to his Wikipedia page, it's his 70th birthday on December 30th. Uh, you could have saved her. I gave you all the clues. When you said clues, I just immediately thought of the tagline from The Snowman. Did someone say clues? Uh, yes. Louisa said, listeners, yeah. find the clues. Oh, I was an op- I never pay attention to what <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> Jeff wants to say something about Mr. Policeman now. Yeah, Mr. Police. Dear Mr. Police, you could have saved her. I gave you all the clues. <laughs> That's from that snowman thing, is that right? Yes, uh, which was apparently, like, a decent book and a laughably bad movie. Yeah, that sounds... That's the normal formula. I the character, main yeah. character's name is Harry Hole. And oh. he oh, is, no. he's, he's the famous Mr. Police from all the posters. <laughs> Wait, hang on. No, I don't get it either. Which character is, uh, you're saying the policeman is Harry Hole, not the murderer? Yeah, the murderer, I don't know who that is. He's the snowman. Is Jake Gyllenhaal involved in the movie in some way? You're thinking of uh, Zodiac. He could be secretly involved in the movie, like how Matt Damon was in Interstellar. Or like how Matt Damon was in <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, that, that was pretty good. Come on, give us a third one, Louisa. What? A Matt oh, Damon is... secret role. Uh, he was secretly in the Bourne Identity. <laughs> <Does that count? laughs> I mean, sort of he was. He, it yeah, was a secret right. who he was to him. Yeah, you see, he the person who was playing Jason Bourne, that person's name wasn't Jason Bourne. That was actually, and not many people know this, that was actually Matt Damon. Oh, wow. <laughs> also, Louisa has face blindness. <laughs> uh, it turns out the real Bourne identity was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> uh, yep. What did so, you do online this week, Matt? Oh, me. Okay. Scooped you. Uh, yeah, I was about to go, I was about to deflect onto Louisa, but I will go Uh-oh. very quickly. <laughs> Um, so the main thing I did online this week was a lot of Christmas shopping. Um, I bought almost all of my Christmas gifts over the past week without having to go to any stores because the modern age is great. Um, so yeah, that, that was pretty good. I have some pretty choice things on my Amazon recommendations now. (laughs) Uh, the best one being for some reason it keeps recommending to me a 26.9 pound uh, gummy bear python. (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) That's awesome! (laughs) I don't know why it's recommending this to me. I don't think I was looking for uneatably large candy. (laughs) Are you sure it's not a sex thing? Uh, Well, let me tell you. 
let me tell you something. The picture associated with this page uh, is a very hunky gentleman wearing uh, like a... Um, wearing a gummy python and nothing else. Wearing like a vest uh, and a gummy python, and he's got lots of muscles, and he's got the tail uh, teasingly in his mouth. Is yeah, that a 29-pound gummy python in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? Oh man! You'll notice I'm covered in ants. So yes, it is a gummy python. <laughs> Do you think if you had this gummy python wrapped around your shoulders and you did squats while you were eating it, that you would burn off calories as fast as you added them to your body? It would become a less effective exercise over time as you ate more and more of it. Yes, exactly. Although it would give you more energy to do more squats, though, as you were eating it. Yeah. And your metabolism would speed up the longer you do the exercise. I think mm. that's how exercise works. And eating works. 29 pounds of sugar and doing squats, there's no way that that could cause a gastrointestinal accident, right? No, it's not the sugar-free gummy python, don't Wait, worry. Uh, Louisa, are you saying that you would have an emergency evacuation during this exercise? Are you saying that you could eat a 29-pound gummy python and do squats and not have any kind of accident? Is that what you're I- saying? I'm pretty sure 29 pounds is a weight that a small child could be. <laughs> it depends on how small the child, but certainly. What if they're 29 pounds? How about what, what if you, I mean, like. It's when, the sequel to that Will Smith movie. Yeah, everyone's to, brain weighs seven pounds, and yeah. their gummy python that is inside their intestines is 29 pounds. I Wait, thought it was it, the heart. <laughs> That weighs Your seven heart pounds. Doesn't weigh seven pounds. That's crazy. No, no it's a re- wait. You got, have you guys not heard what this movie is? This Will I, Smith movie. I thought about? that he donates his heart to someone after he dies. No, no, it's, it's brain, a reference. Right? No, you're both wrong. Brain. It's a re- It's a reference yeah, to the biblical passage about seven pounds of flesh, uh, mm. and the idea is that he finds people who need all of his organs and then kills himself so that they can have his organs. Oh, that's not Jesus. What's the it one like about the premise behind surgeons. a concept album? <laughs> Who find out how heavy a soul is? Twenty-one grams. Yes. That's about the soul, right? <laughs> oh man, your soul is so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, God. they, they what sit a twenty-nine pound gummy python. What if that was how a soul manifests? You see that go up to heaven. <laughs> uh, made from a real python soul, and also twenty pounds of sugar. Uh... So it's the Christmas season, and whoop-dee-doo. so whoop de doo and yes! Dickory Dock. <laughs> yeah, twenty two sleeps till Christmas or whatever. Uh, they've started playing um, Christmas music at my work on occasion. In mm. between putting on my favorite station, which is the Latin pop station, which plays Despacito several <laughs> times per day. Uh, but the when the Christmas songs were on, I kept being like. I like all of these. They're not playing the ones I don't like. So they didn't play the one that we were singing earlier of Whoop-dee-doo and Dickory-Dock, because that is the worst Christmas song ever recorded, except maybe for Dominic the Donkey. What about I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas? I would definitely take Hippopotamus for Christmas and Christmas Shoes over It's the Holiday Season, so Whoop-dee-doo and Dickory-Dock, because Mm, it's such a lazy song. He's singing it like I don't think I've ever heard it. He's, Sinatra, sing- right? he's singing it like he's making it up as he goes. 
I heard yeah, what was I'm not it? A fan. Frank Sinatra and Cindy Lauper doing Santa Claus is coming to town. Ugh. Yeah. It's great. Cindy Lauper's a talented person and Frank Sinatra uh, used used to sing. A listener, if you want died. a good Christmas song by Cindy Lauper, listen to Feels Like Christmas. It's a great yeah, one. Yeah. That is a good one. Ooh, does she do a version of Baby Please Come Home cuz I think that might be one of my favorite Christmas standards. I don't know. Huh. I'm going to have to look that up. But I, my point in bringing this up was I ca- I was thinking, what's the worst Christmas song that you do actually regularly hear on the radio? Dominic the Donkey. <laughs> you hear that on the radio? Yeah, I, I used to. Oh my, that's horrible. Yeah, before I stopped listening to the radio, and maybe a major contributing factor into why I stopped listening <laughs> to the radio. I want to say it's my grown-up Christmas wish or Christmas list. I don't even know oh, which yes. from that fucking terrible Grinch movie that is sung by Trisha Yearwood, maybe? Ugh. Yeah, I remember that one. That's not good. Did Jeff disappear? No, I'm yeah. still here. Oh, <laughs> Jeff is just silently thinking about his least favorite Christmas song because uh, it's Silent Night. I I just couldn't <laughs> think of one that I actually hear. I guess just like whenever a country singer is doing one of the uh, uncomfortably religious ones. Yeah. Like yeah. Those. Oh, Mary, did you know is a horrible song? Uh, I could get. I mean, it, that one is like. If you're singing it in a church or whatever, it's fine. But no. yeah, I mean, yep. a, a studio recorded version of it is not great. I... You're being extremely condescending to Mary about how, oh, Mary, you don't even know that your baby's so important, you dummy. <laughs> like, fuck you! Yeah, especially because, like, Mary did definitely know on account of the fact that, like, <laughs> God was like, hey, there's a baby in you now. <laughs> yep. It's like, like it's basically do they even know it's Christmas in Mary's womb the song. Yeah. <laughs> uh I still yep. don't understand how do they know it's Christmas isn't horrifically offensive. It is. I think it is. And <laughs> everyone such agrees. A shame Why that... do we keep listening to it then? That's it's so bad. If you want to ask me which terrible song I love, it's maybe that one because I love all the different parts to sing. Ooh, and I, wish I love it wasn't those lyrics. <laughs> I love Wonderful Christmas Time and uh, War is Over. Oh no! No! Just you can't make worst. me stop. I like both of the former <laughs> Beatles Christmas songs. They're good. They're so good. Uh, Oh. I Speaking love of songs that sound like somebody's making them up as they go, <laughs> Jesus Christ. The John Lennon Yoko Ono one is better, obviously, but oh, I still like the Paul McCartney one just fine. Oh, jeepers. Yeah, uh, anytime that you need to bring in a children's choir to make your Christmas song more Christmassy, you <laughs> fucked up somewhere. Uh, we all agree that the best one, uh, the best uh, Christmas song is All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey, right? Yes. I it's never very good. It. Every yeah. time it starts, I'm like, ooh, exciting. And I probably hear it every single day. And still, it's like, hooray, here it comes. I heard a commercial that just used the chimes from the beginning on the radio, and I was so mad. I was <laughs> like, how dare you? How what dare you? Tease. Yeah, you're going to pretend you're about to play the only like Christmas song that is not grating on the fifth play. <laughs> I was about to say what a stock tease, like stocking, but I, I felt like it was too much of a stretch. <laughs> it definitely was. <laughs> uh, uh, no, the be- my favorite Christmas song is still "Father Christmas" by the Kinks. Oh, that's mine too. That's hey, weird. I like uh, uh, "Fairy Tale of New York." That's, that's a, a good pretty one. good one. 
the the ones that are like good songs first and then also about Christmas are very yeah. good. Yeah. Please come home for Christmas. Of course, my favorite by the Eagles. One, two about an incredibly sad and depressing Christmas, which I also love as a theme for a song. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite style. I think of Christmas song is pleading with someone like, "Hey, uh, Christmas is about to happen." So, yeah, Santa baby. <laughs> also, kind of fits into that a bit. Oh, Santa baby's gross because it's about being horny for Santa, and I don't care what the lyrics actually are. <laughs> I mean, it's. I think that the Santa baby in the song is actually supposed to be a baby version there. of Santa, like Baby Mario. <laughs> Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Christmas well, guys. Christmas every year, guys, still a baby. guys, a hundred percent for sure. Next year, sequel to Boss Baby, Santa Baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Super Santa World to Yoshi's Island, where Santa's a baby. Uh, uh, that has me thinking now. What will Boss Baby Two be? But that's not what this show's about. I'm it just will be have to Santa think about Baby. I think you have it to really say that for your Santa Boss Baby, Baby fan cast. Yeah, that's <laughs> yes. true. Minute my minute by minute cast of the Boss Baby. Uh, I'd listen I, to that. I, a friend of mine watched this movie, Boss Baby, and told me what happens in it, and it sounded made up. I mean, it was at some point made up, but it didn't sound like a real movie that was made. Wait, well, it sounds you're made telling up me your that this isn't a documentary a about a baby that's a boss? <laughs> that's how urban legends start. <laughs> Apparently the whole, uh, like, baby being a boss and going to the office stuff is filtered through a child's perception uh, as a <sighs> metaphor for some sort of family trauma, and this is explicitly stated in the movie. Oh, God. So, wait, is the boss baby an angel? <laughs> I think the boss baby might be uh, the sick newborn who dies young. Uh, in... Oh, dear. Because the boss baby gets, like, sent back to boss baby heaven or whatever and then comes back again uh <laughs> that would be a very dark <laughs> opening to children <laughs> this baby died and is in hell now anyway i think it uh, would have to go to purgatory right because mm-hmm. if it's if before it it's before he's christened yeah that's yeah. true they really skim over that in the divine comedy huh <laughs> They're yeah. like, hey, Virgil, it's cool hanging out with you here in Purgatory. Um, I gotta, hang on, I gotta wade through all of these stillborn babies, <laughs> People didn't realize that you don't dunk them in water, you have to smash a champagne bottle on the side of them, like a ship. <laughs> Wait, or they don't get a name to be buried with, I guess? <laughs> no, they just got it wrong. They did the wrong type of Wait. ceremony. <laughs> Okay, but then by Jeff, by your uh, explanation, then every human is in the purgatory. Uh huh. Yeah, that's the joke I was making. You're correct. Okay. All right. And so with ships, you're supposed to just go up to the very tip of the hull and gently put a little uh, oil cross onto them and give them, <laughs> and then sink them. You have to actually dunk the entire ship underwater. Yeah, you have to drill a hole in the side and let it sink. <laughs> Wait, that's not what they do for babies. They don't throw a hole in the sun first. Yeah, but, yeah, but babies are much less buoyant than boats are. Hey, 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 as long as that boat gets into heaven, who cares? <laughs> we just make boats to sink them and so they get into heaven before they commit any sin. <laughs> oh, but boats are built with original sin. Mm. Oh, no. Well, if we don't baptize these boats and sink them, then we won't have any boats in the afterlife, because that's how it works. Yeah, Original fin? Is that anything? No, that's absolutely nothing. <laughs> I, was try- I was trying to come up with a nautical pun on Adam and Eve, but 
I really, it's not <laughs> happening for me. I'm dying. <laughs> oh, what no, did I Jeff. do online, you ask? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I was going to ask that. Uh, I saw the movie Coco. Does that count as being online? I sure, it was made entirely online. with com- computers. Mm, yeah, you good. waited on a line to get it. So I enjoyed it very much. I thought it was a good movie. And I spent a lot of time since the movie thinking about the rules of the Land of the Dead. And there Ooh. were children in the Land of the Dead, of course. And they had parents. But what if you died and your parents didn't die? Are you just a child there by yourself for a long time? Oh, man. What if you get to be the artful dodger in, in the Land of the Dead? That'd be pretty sweet. Some of those and kids also, must get adopted by dead childless couples, right? You'd think so. And also... Uh, do you get frozen in death at the time of your age when you died? Because that seems to be how it is, and that, that completely sucks. sucks. Yeah, um, okay, hold on, hold on. I want to <laughs> yeah. go back to Jeff's proposal for a second. Are you suggesting that yes. there's a chance that when you die, you can get there, and your mom and dad are there, and you're like, hey, mom and dad, and they're like, we already got a new kid, you took too long to die, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, you're an adult. We got an adorable baby skeleton to be yes, our baby. forever. I mean, if you died as an adult after your parents, which is like the normal way, uh, why would you want them to raise you as a baby in the land of the dead? Yeah, but here's what I'm saying. If your parents died when you were a kid, and then, like, 40 years later, you die of natural causes, and you go to your parents, and they're oh my just God. like, God. You die of natural off. causes, and you're like 48? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it happens. Jeff, you're dying right now, and you're not even 40. That's true. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen to Batman. Yeah. yeah. I was just gonna say, Batman, exactly. And he is gonna die of natural causes at 48, because he's living way too hard. Wait, yeah. does the Riddler count as natural causes, you guys? <laughs> uh, no, Poison Ivy, duh. Uh, pretty good. Pretty good joke. <laughs> Oh man, they should do a Batman arc called Natural Causes where he fights Poison Ivy. That would be <laughs> and dies. It was the last Batman, but he, <laughs> there you he go. wasn't allowed to find that out until the end. They do yep. one where Bruce Wayne goes to the doctor and the doctor's like, oh my god, you need a hospital immediately. Actually, it would be kind of amazing if someone did a Batman story arc where he finds out he has terminal cancer and he has like three months to live and then he just spends those three months beating ass. Like, if I've got three months left, I'm going to take out every single bad guy. How is he not already living exactly like that? <laughs> I, think, I think that you could, you could write a story that would be pretty good wherein he loses the last bit of hesitation he has and just goes buck wild, and it would be pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. <laughs> okay, cool. Jeff, what did you do online? Uh, so this past week, after months of clamoring by the insufferable fan community, uh, Disney and Marvel Studios have released to us the first trailer for next May's uh, third Avengers film, Avengers Infinity War. Woo, yeah! Uh, and no it's the craziest goddamn trailer. <laughs> I just rewatched it right before we recorded, and it follows up um, Thanos coming out of a portal and punching Iron Man seemingly to death in one, <laughs> with one cross. Like, he just, like, punch and Iron Man ragdolls into a bunch of garbage. Um, and yeah. then, it, then it cuts to uh, Black Panther 
putting his claws out and leading an army, Bucky firing a machine gun at, who knows, monsters, then Falcon (laughs) flying with a machine gun in each hand, screaming at the top of his lungs, shooting the guns at some kind of space aliens. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay, first question is, like... Tony Stark as Iron Man knows that his suit is still just a robot suit, right? That it's not magic in any way, because it seems like he doesn't know that. <laughs> to be fair, he's never met Thanos before. <laughs> I understand that, but even in the first Avengers movies, I was sort of like, like those those aliens are supposed to have tech well in advance of the, the most advanced human technology, and yet, like, that's Tony Stark's only power, is the most advanced human technology. So, yeah, that's true. they have him beaten before he even starts. Well, to hey, be he fair, still wins. Uh, against Thanos, isn't uh, uh, Spider-Man even worse off? He's just a child wearing spandex. Yeah, but uh, at least Spider-Man he has, has like, strength. he has unique <sighs> abilities. I will not In the whole him. universe, he's the only spidered man. Yeah, that's oh, okay. true. He's the only one who was spidered by all those spiders. I'm just back when he was uh, in uh, Penny Dreadfuls. They were called the Spidered Man with a hyphen in there. Yep. <laughs> um, but like, I, I it's guess him what making I'm... out with Betty Boop. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is that one of Bibles about Spider-Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess I guess what I'm saying is that a Spider-Man or a Captain America could bring things to the table that theoretically Thanos has never seen before. But Iron Man, like, that is basically just, like, say, Thanos, you have to fight this whole, like, factory that makes Toyotas. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Captain America is definitely going to throw his shield at Thanos, and Thanos is going to catch it and crush it into dust, and it's going to be really cool. Well, oh I man, seen there was so many trailer, people. But as crazy as the internet is, I've actually seen a clip of the trailer <laughs> where, oh, okay. where uh, what's his name, Black Panther says, "Get this man a shield." I was just about to say this. Yeah, so he must have his shield destroyed, right? Uh, or well, they took it away from him at the end of the last uh, the Civil War on account of him being a war criminal. Now, well, but, I yeah. think we all know that he just has to put his hand out to call it, and it comes to him, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> but um. Everyone was pretty excited about that line, somebody get this man a shield. As if that's not the most cliche line. Like, I I could have told you that line was going to be in this movie before <laughs> I saw the Civil War movie, even. If I'm being honest, I forgot Captain America was also hanging out in Wakanda. I thought he just dropped Bucky off and then went back to his apartment. Have <laughs> I lost a big chunk of time, or has that Black Panther movie not even come out yet? No, it comes out in February. I would like to point out, though, that you have asked when this Black Panther movie is coming out on this podcast no less than three times. Listen, to be fair, the first every week there's new information about it, as if you're already (laughs) supposed to know all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, did this movie come out and people do know all this stuff? No, they don't. No, the first trailer (laughs) premiered in 2005, so it's been a long wait. Oh man! Wait, how is that possible though? The character I wasn't even made that up. Okay, yeah, I was a little confused. <laughs> no, uh, I think I've seen all of these movies in theaters. These uh, Matt, you and I went to that Iron Man Midnight showing back when they still did them only at midnight and yep. only like two screens, and they opened up a new theater for us. And then you uh, took me to see Incredible Hulk for my birthday a month later, and then I think I've just seen all of the rest of them. 
Yeah, I remember when we went to see Iron Man at midnight and we were like, now superhero movies are going to be good. Like, this is the first time that they're good now. Uh, And then we saw Incredible Hulk and we were like, never mind. (laughs) I liked that movie fine. Yeah, it is fine. It's definitely better than, like... The other Hulk movie. Certainly, yes. Which one was this one? The Edward Norton one or the Eric Banner one? The Ed Norton Norton one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if, if nothing else, it was cool for us seeing them introducing how they were going to do the special effects for Captain America in a few years. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wish that they would bring back... uh, They brought back General Ross, but, like, what's Tim Roth doing that he can't play that other Hulk monster? But why? Why? (laughs) Why would Uh, you want that? It's Bad Hulk. (laughs) What did you say? It's Bad Hulk. The Hulk, but bad. Why? Yeah, we did that, though. No. Bring him back. Have a. What do you want him to? Do you want him to team up with Loki or whatever? (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) Oh man, Uh, Loki's also going to be in this Avengers movie, and it looks like he's making his uh, fifth heel turn of the. Like he starts (laughs) out bad and is like, "I won't be bad anymore. I promise." And then every movie he turns bad at least twice more. (laughs) I think Loki's. Loki is probably the second most popular character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe after uh, Loki pretending to be good. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. the problem, though. Loki is so popular that people are like, give Loki a movie. Like, don't, but... uh... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be good. Here's the problem, though. If you make good superhero movies, and I'll agree that some of the ones mentioned were good, if you make good ones, then you bring about situations that people really like, and you introduce characters they like, and then how are you supposed to get rid of those characters later? Like, Loki should have been long gone. They introduced Jeff Goldblum in the latest Thor, and everyone loves him. Like, we want to see more Jeff Goldblum. So now you have a cast of way too many people for every movie. The thing is, something that comic books have done medium well for their whole time has been not being afraid to get rid of somebody that people like. I mean, they bring him back eventually, but there's that moment of like, oh shit, Superman died. And mm. the movies just aren't doing that. And they could, and if they did, it would be quite good. I think this is mm. it. I think that in Infinity War and Untitled Avengers sequel, um, which come out a year apart, Untitled Avengers sequel is already filming now. Uh, I think that they're going to kill people off. Because they've been talking a big game about to. how they feel creative, creative, like they've wrung the rag out creatively for the franchise and they want to move it somewhere else. Which I know is just code for Robert Downey Jr. is too expensive now, but I think they're going to kill Iron Man. Yeah, they probably that makes will. Sense. And they have to kill Falcon because, my God, what a boring character. <laughs> no, you can't <laughs> nah. kill him. Are you kidding me? What is? What are you saying? He was in Ant Man, and nobody gives a shit about Ant Man. How about they kill Ant Man? That's fine. I'm fine with them killing one movie. Here's the thing, I'm Louisa. I'm fine with them killing every character that appeared in Ant Man, including (laughs) Falcon. (laughs) Not Bobby Cannavale. Uh, (laughs) They already (laughs) killed Agent Carter, so you can't even... I didn't say kill all the actors that played people in that movie. That's dark. I think uh, David Desnalkian is in that movie, isn't he? I don't know who that is. Uh, He's the sweating, uh, insane person that Harvey Dent beats up in The Dark Knight. 
Uh, one of the Joker's well. lackeys. That's the that's the main role I can think of him from. He usually plays some kind of bug-eyed, sweating lackey in a movie. Yeah. Well, the important thing is that this is excellent podcasting. Everyone's <laughs> anyway, really it's... loving us trying to figure out this guy. Time to hey, move on to... what's the deal with the Hulk's wife in the current stuff? Does he have her, or is she not mentioned? What's the deal there? Uh, Liv Tyler's probably expensive. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is, fuck that, forget her. <laughs> what about Jennifer Connelly, who's amazing, and is already attached to Paul Bettany? Okay, hang on. That's very confusing, though, because if you bring back... Okay. You've already rebooted the the Hulk twice since Jennifer Connelly was his wife, uh-huh. to the point where he never had a wife anymore. Now, how I do you introduce she was that? Dead or something? Was she not mentioned? No, she's in the Ed Norton one, played by Liv Tyler. Right, yes. but I mean for Mark Ruffalo, like this oh, one. I feel no, like it's they're not. They again. weren't married. They weren't married in this continuity, and he's just been on the run since back when he was Ed Norton, and I assume she doesn't care anymore. I wonder if there's a scene on the cutting room floor somewhere of him having an awkward moment with General Ross in the the uh, Civil War thing where they were all like... He's not in Civil War. Oh, you're right, because he's in outer space. Because, yeah, he accidentally launched himself into a wormhole. (laughs) Yeah, Every I... time you say General Ross, I think you're saying General Zod for a second. <laughs> okay, hang on. Very similar. Can we talk for one second about how the Thor Ragnarok probably like skips over the most complicated plot setup of any movie ever in history? Of just like, last time we saw the Hulk, he was alone in an in a airplane flying mm-hmm. over the ocean. Mm-hmm. And now, he's in another dimension, probably? Um, I think you forgot that Jeff Goldblum explained to you that it's the place where lost things go, so you're welcome. <laughs> What's really funny to me is... Did he uh, wish himself there? <laughs> is that what a, happened? In an he was interview pretty happy at, there, so maybe. <laughs> in an interview after Thor Ragnarok came out, um, the director of Age of Ultron, uh, Joss Whedon, told... Uh, the interviewer, yeah, I ended the movie with Hulk, like, riding that techno jet into space, and they told me not to, because they didn't want anyone to think they were doing a Planet Hulk movie. And then they did it. <laughs> they just did that anyway, and it made the transition really confusing, okay. because he built it in right there, and then they just okay. didn't use that scene. Okay, but Jeff, you need to, you need to you need to meet me halfway in sanity here. I can't. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, though. Okay. A, if you were building a jet for the Avengers to fight crime on Earth, why would it have the capabilities to go into space? Why wouldn't it? And B, if you were a rage monster who doesn't care about anything except destroying things, how would you be able to make your spaceship work good enough to get into space? A, and B, transcend the limits of human knowledge in the universe. I wonder if maybe the wormhole is just, like, in a in the Antarctic or something, and they just didn't want to say where it was. <laughs> None that's of us what have they noticed meant. it. There's yeah, peng- that... penguins falling onto that uh, planet all the time. <laughs> uh, uh, that explains a whole lot in the Marvel Universe, if, the, if all the penguins have fallen into a wormhole. <laughs> yeah, that's the only difference between their universe and ours. Yeah, that's how superheroes come to be. Uh-huh. Raised by maybe, penguins. 
maybe in this uh, flashback, Miss, what is it? Not Miss Marvel. Is it Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel, yeah. Yeah, this Captain Marvel movie, maybe she'll create a wormhole uh, accidentally on Earth. <laughs> I wonder, because she's supposed to be an Untitled Avengers sequel, but Brie Larson isn't going to age 20 years between her movie and that movie. I don't know, she's very method. Yeah, that's true. She might just, like, sit in a chair and go, until she looks old. Yeah. They'll do the same thing they always do. They'll put a gray streak in her hair and nothing else. Or they'll just be like, ah, because of space power, she doesn't age. She was filled with an alien's, like, space magic. Whoa. Well, that's what happened. Yeah, that's true. She stands near an explosion that gives a different superhero his powers, and it also gives her powers. Yep. It's that's a really what happened embarrassing to the Fantastic origin. Four, right? That's what happens that what's that's what happens to every secondary character on the Flash. Literally every character on the Flash uh, that true. happens. Yep. Well, no, hey, hang on. This year they introduce a second weird event before it was oh, everyone good. got it from the same event. Yes. I love uh Wally West's comic book origin, which is that Barry Allen was showing him the crime lab where he gets struck by lightning and turned into the Flash, and the chemicals that did it, and then this, like, lightning bolt strikes the chemicals again, and they spill a Wally this time. (laughs) (laughs) It almost seems like Barry Allen had a sinister motive in doing (laughs) it. I think that they eventually retconned it that, uh, like, dead Barry was the lightning bolt that gives Wally and Barry their his powers. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm, well, I if you want to get technical, Time. on the show, as far as I can tell, he got Wally got his powers by wanting them really bad. Yep, he wished so, for them, and then got no. the building got struck by lightning. While Guys, he, wishing. he made a deal with Draco Malfoy to get them, though. You forgot about that part. Yeah, uh, yes, Draco Malfoy's villain the Wishmaster. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> uh, it's a good show. It's a good show, everybody. It is, it is a good show. And this new season is pretty weird and involves a lot of uh, handsome, straight, white male Barry Allen yelling at a disabled person. <laughs> I really, really want to catch up, <laughs> but the CW app did not have the latest episode I needed to watch anymore, so I just have Ooh. to wait till the season's over. Um... Because I really want to see Barry Allen punch Nazi Supergirl in the face, which is, I know, a thing that will happen. Uh, yeah, it, it already happened, and it's, yep. it's pretty good. Fun. But uh, also, Ren- he's yelling at a man in a wheelchair most episodes now. He got That's really fine. drunk That's at his bachelor thing. party, though. That was hilarious. Yeah, was it? I yeah. mean, it's the same joke that every show does when somebody gets drunk at their bachelor party, though. Reveal that they, their secret identity to uh, people in a bar? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I liked it. It's It was fine. It just it didn't do anything clever with it, I don't think. Friends, it's time yes. to do the random the subreddits. Random the holiday subreddits. season. It's yeah. the most wonderful time of the podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, I got r slash pharmacy. Is it about drugs or, like, how to deal with a pharmacy? It's for pharmacists, pharmacy students, techs, and anyone else in the pharmaceutical industry. Sounds extraordinarily boring. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It is one of those useful subreddits. Well, I got r slash sneaker market, which seems to be talking about special limited edition sneakers and where to get them and stuff. 
Can I just say what a stock tease it was? I'm going to make that work. I can't uh, believe you're doing that. <laughs> uh, because at least on my screen, when Louisa posted the link, uh, it sh- the line cuts off at r slash s-n-e, and then mm-hmm. the next line is a-k-e-r for the sneaker market, and for a second I thought it was going to be a Super Nintendo subreddit, and that <laughs> yeah. would be so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, I misread it as S-N-E-S maker market. I was like, what does that mean? That's awesome. Um, uh, okay. I recognize some of these sneakers because the uh, seasonal job I have is working in a warehouse for a website that sells sneakers. Cool. Well, I got r slash win stupid prizes. That's uh, the one. I think this is going to be the one we do, probably. Uh, and basically, it's about people playing stupid games to win stupid prizes. Uh, metaphorically or literally? Uh, it appears to be, like, gifts and videos of people doing things... <laughs> in competitions to win bad prizes. See, I don't like this. It seems too vague. Uh, people playing stupid games and winning stupid prizes. Where are these prizes from? Because it's just, if it's your friends, like, I bet you won't eat dog food for a dollar. Like, you could make a video of that, and that would be boring as hell. I think it might be based on the um, adage, which I had not heard until, like, this past week, uh, Play stupid games, win stupid prizes, which basically means if you are doing something stupid, there is going to be a consequence that happens to you that is equally stupid. Yes, I went to the top links to get more information and clicked on a couple of them, and Jeff is correct. It is people accidentally hurting themselves, basically, by doing something very stupid. Okay. So, real prizes are not involved. That's actually a good thing. <laughs> that makes it better than I thought it was going to Yeah, the stupid prize is getting hurt because you're being an idiot. Okay. The play, the stupid game is being an idiot. Yes. Uh, so, we're all, we are all on board with doing win stupid prizes? Not it's really. either this or sneaker market, yeah, to be honest. Like the what do I have to say about sneakers, though? Yeah, I don't have much to... It's all just people who are selling and buying sneakers. I don't think there's going to be much here. I don't... I've never understood why people need so many shoes. And, I and like, at first I thought it was... I thought it was a thing where, like, because people who have, like, so many outfits and they need formal shoes that match each of their different outfits because of the, the matching and whatever... That kind of made sense to me, but when I found out that there is now a thing where very rich people collect sneakers and will have hundreds or thousands of pairs of very expensive sneakers, I just... I just don't understand. Oh, yeah, you don't even have to be very rich. It's just some people's hobby instead of, like, video games or whatever. But but They call themselves sneakerheads. But what do you do with them? You can't wear them all. What's the point of them? Some people wear them. Some people display them as art items because that is... uh, Many of them are very ugly and you would not want to wear them, but they are interestingly designed and fun to look at. Yeah. And you might not agree that it's worthwhile, but this is the same as collecting, like, uh, action figures. Yeah, or magic cards. Yes. I think I've always kind of had a hard time wrapping my head around the desire to spend a lot of time and money collecting a thing that has no purpose. And I understand that that's a problem with me, 
because that seems to be a thing that everyone else in the world has okayed. <laughs> but yeah, it's these very are shoe. Weird to me. These are just shoe otaku's. <laughs> I, I guess, yeah. But I also am weirded out by otaku's. <laughs> Would a good name for shoe otaku's be Kuribos? Uh, no, because that means Damn. chestnut. Damn. Well, why was it Kuribo's shoe? Because Kuribo is the name of Goombas in Japan, because they're chestnut monsters, not mushroom monsters. Well, I still like this idea, because it applies. Well, um, I like chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Am I right, you guys? Christmas. Yeah, I do actually great. like that song a lot. The Christmas song it is, is a good one. It is a very good song. <laughs> by Nat uh, King Cole, yes. By anybody else, no. Yeah. Um, what is that one? Was, does Bing Crosby do one? What about when Big he Bird sings White it in Christmas. the Muppet Family Christmas? Um, no. I quite like that version. <laughs> no, because the fucking Swedish chef sings half of it. Yeah, that's why I like it. I don't know the words to the parts that Swedish chef sings because they, they, they're not in English. <laughs> no. So there's been a defense of um, Baby It's Cold Outside going around that I find interesting. Uh, you'll read it the whole time and be making a face like, ah, I don't think so. Uh, and then at the very end, uh, it's like, uh, yeah, everyone's right about how the song is really gross, though. I just wanted to give more context. Yeah, I'm extremely mad because everything about that take that was written up is exactly what I've been saying for years. And suddenly people are like, oh, hey, no one's ever thought of this before. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I, I pre- have. I've been saying the, it the whole time. And I predicted that Batman and Superman would reconcile over the name of their mom and then they put it in the movie. <laughs> Wait, did you? <laughs> yeah, we had that on the podcast. Remember? Yeah. That's amazing. It's, it's, in, it's recorded. And when you saw the movie, you came on here and we're like, Matt, you're so good at fucking Nostradamus. <laughs> I, d- I d- still haven't seen the movie. I just know that happened. Oh, uh, well, whatever. You you were the one who who proclaimed me to be a modern-day Nostradamus by predicting Incredible. That. Yeah. Uh, this is like that time on Stop Podcasting Yourself with Graham Clark said Donald Trump will never run for president a week before he announced his candidacy. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. It's funny how many comedians have it now on record forever that they are they begged Donald Trump to run for president because they <laughs> thought it would be very funny and not an <laughs> uh, unending nightmare of hell. Yeah. Ah, oh well. <sighs> um so we're not doing sneaker market, right? Like I fine, just don't fine. know what I would say. I'm not yeah, that committed to it. I saw one interesting pair of sneakers and the rest I was like, ah, these are just fancy basketball shoes. <laughs> Yeah, let's do let's do win stupid prizes. All right, I agree. So it has. Are we no keeping header. track of whose subreddit we pick each week? No, no, but if you're if our fans want to, go ahead. Please tell us who's winning. <laughs> it's probably Louisa. I think it's Louisa. I don't know. Um. So there's no header for this one. It's just plain light blue, which I guess is the default. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Win stupid prizes. Thirty-eight thousand readers and fifty-two users here now. So no names for them. Yeah, they did not put a lot of effort into this page. No. Oh, uh, dedicated to gifts and videos of people playing stupid games and winning stupid prizes. All posts must follow this theme! Exclamation point. Rule one: No death or gore. Death and injuries are not permitted. Yep. Two: No reposting. Cross posts are allowed, but do not repost content. <laughs> Uh, three, be civil. No personal attacks, racism, bigotry, etc. 
Yeah, I like all of these rules. I'm into these rules. Although I kind of wish that no racism or personal attacks was higher on the list than no reposting, but... (laughs) I am uh, upset every time I am reminded that the subreddit r slash watchpeopledie exists. Uh, It's offered as an example of the type of content not to post here. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but, like, here's the thing that I think about that kind of stuff, is that if you didn't have it on Reddit, it would be on some even darker part of the internet. Rotten.com. Yeah. No, I don't think that it's... Faces of Death tapes that used to circulate college campuses. Yeah. I don't think that the type of content uh, shouldn't exist. I am just upset that it is so popular that they're just like, all right, you know what? We're just going to call the community, watch people die, and that's what will happen in it. Yeah, I think they could go ahead and ban it. Like, I don't like this idea, like, oh, well, they need to go somewhere. No, you don't have yeah. to give them a platform. <laughs> yeah, I'd be okay with them banning it, but um, I also don't want to equate uh, videos of people dying with, like, the racism or other type of hatreds subreddits yeah. that have been banned. Yeah. Uh, like, Fat People Hate is one of the ones that ended up banned in the Great Purge a few years ago. Which is good. I mean... It was literally just, like, candid photos of fat people with mean comments. Yes. I, that kind of thing... The thing is, if you want to see pictures or videos of people dying... You gotta go somewhere. You're no. weird. <laughs> like, you're a weird. That. You're a weird person, but you're not. Uh, nec- please pull your pants up. This is uncomfortable. <laughs> but you're not necessarily a bad person. I don't think, in a way that if you want to make fun of people's bodies, you probably are a bad person. Yes. I guess so. I I agree that it. I I think that there's probably a higher percentage of people that are bad, <laughs> yes. uh, but I don't think that morbid curiosity is necessarily inherently yeah. a bad trait. I end up I'm in the um the my favorite murder subreddit for the podcast my favorite murder where two comedians just like discuss true crime cr- cases um in a light-hearted fashion <laughs> and because <laughs> it, Sorry, i was watching one of the videos on this subreddit <laughs> yeah i keep doing that too um but it the community around it is a lot of people who are not being respectful enough of the crimes yeah that's always a problem well that's why i don't think that those kinds of things it's weird how when it's something on like the history channel or a true crime network it i guess just because only old people will watch those then it doesn't get super disrespectful uh but i don't see how you could do a podcast without that being the main thing that happens yeah uh the thing that made me laugh is i clicked on the five top number five of all time uh vacuum cleaning burning coals uh, oh, where no. a guy, it's like an infomercial <laughs> in Germany, uh, where a guy's like, "Look how easy it is to clean up your rug if if the stuff falls out of your fireplace." But then the the bag of the <laughs> vacuum cleaner explodes, and it's why is it a live infomercial? <laughs> oh, I don't know, but it's fantastic, and they both run away so scared. Yeah, why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like you know, it's not a prank or like a thing that they were doing to be funny. They genuinely didn't expect vacuuming up flaming coals to lead to dangerous things. Um, 
Actually, maybe it is fake. I want to look at the comments and see. Well, if they so, look like they're... they're really in danger. <laughs> if it's fake, then they took some real risks, I think. I think a decent amount of these videos are the thing that Louisa is describing, which is people knowingly doing a very, very dangerous thing for laughs, but the only person that is being laughed at is the person that gets hurt badly. Yeah, a lot of it is like, I know how the physics of this are going to go. I'm going to send this dangerous thing away from me and film it, and then it loops right back on them because they didn't understand the physics at all. Yep, like launching an ATV with no rider, uh, <laughs> yeah. where they're trying to launch an ATV off a cliff and it just rams into their crowd of friends who are watching them do this. I don't understand how you can be standing in front of a, like, revving ATV, even if you're not in its path, and be like, this is going to work out fine. Even if there's somebody on it, I would be like, I don't want to be in the front area of this. Why did he push it from the side away from where the people were, instead of, like, being on the same side as them so he could push it in a direction not towards them? Well, that's the side that the throttle is on. He can reach over. He's a big guy. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Oh, no. Oh, this dumb idiot. (laughs) (laughs) What? I clicked on tasing a metal object, uh, and this guy is... the build-up on that one is so good. Yeah, he's trying out the taser on a bunch of different things, and then he's holding, like, a metal ring, and he tases it, and of course he tased himself and falls out of frame, and it's great. (laughs) Uh, I watched Aggressive Driving Leads to Crash, number three of all time, where there's some jag who is, like, (laughs) going in and out of lanes uh, very quickly and, like, passing like a dickhead, and then he uh, loses control of his car and crashes it into the uh, separator without harming anyone else on the road, (laughs) and I find that incredibly pleasant. That's pretty good. There's another one like that, which is called Burnout Goes Wrong, which is uh, someone filming from a car behind a uh, pickup truck that I guess is trying to rev really hard at a light, oh, no. and their axle, their rear axle appears to come apart. Yep. <laughs> one of their tires is, like, crooked now. <laughs> oh, I, thought this was, I thought it was going to be so much longer than it was, but it's yeah. just, the truck revs up, and then the other tire falls off, and the video's over. Yep. <laughs> Did uh did you guys click on pants trick because I think it's my favorite one so far? <laughs> oh, that here one we is go. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these guys. <laughs> <laughs> I had to watch it twice to see the impact. It's a guy <laughs> jumping really off good. the top bunk of a bunk bed into a pair of pants being held by his friends. Uh, and his downward momentum on the pants pulls the two friends forward and they smash faces into each other. So this down. absolutely has I... to be a trick that was planned by the jumper and he knew that they would smash faces when he jumped into the pants, right? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I feel I... like almost everything on this entire board can be just captioned, college students don't understand physics. <laughs> yes, that's right? true. <clears throat> oh, man. Eesh. Yeah, a lot of this stuff is, uh, this is the kind of stuff that, like, when you hear about people arguing about Flat Earth and, like, how physics isn't real, mm-hmm. you you assume that they, they are someday gonna do this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, try to snowboard through a, a house. That's not a good idea. 
So. Uh, going for a swim is a funny one where it's a lot of build up for a guy who's about to jump into a thing to swim. He steps up on an object to get over the railing, s- immediately directly smashes his nuts on the railing and falls in the water. <laughs> I like that it's cross person from R slash hold my beer. <laughs> Seems about right. <laughs> uh, it's like. I don't even understand the physics of how he does it. It doesn't. It seems like he should have just gone like head over feet into the water, but it's like there's a detour and he smashes his nuts on the railing first. <laughs> Guys, do you think that the world is a less good place because no one watches America's Funniest Home Videos anymore? Oh, the funny things we do. Like... America, this is you. Go on. Like, uh, these are... A lot of these are the things that would have been on uh, Amer- <laughs> yes. America's Funniest Home Videos. Sorry, I just saw somebody blowing up a tire uh, and it hit their own car accidentally. I, some of these ones, sorry, I should say, lots of these ones, I don't understand why the people are doing the thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, obviously, <laughs> there's one where they lit a slide on fire, and then the guy slid down it, and his pants got lit on fire, and he's reacting as if he didn't expect or want this to happen. <laughs> yeah. All of these are extremely drunk college students, though. That's the problem. Or <laughs> some younger. Of, some of these are children, students. yeah. Some of these are, like, eight-year-olds also. <laughs> oh, boy. A lot of these are also people driving very badly. Yeah. Uh, which is scary to me. I don't know that I can enjoy these ones because I'm always kind of afraid that this is what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm oh, not 100% no. sure I can enjoy some of these ones where the person looks like they got probably pretty seriously injured. Oh no, yeah. Did you also just watch the one where an airplane crashes into a car? <laughs> no, I just watched what? the one where a guy spins his head on a baseball bat. Oh, and that is very good. Attempts to hit a bag out of the air, falls off the roof of his house instead. <laughs> 24th, attempting to take off from a busy road. It's like an airplane about to take off from a public road and it hits what Oof. looks like a hearse. And just smashes the back off of the car entirely. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That one's not funny to me. The ones that, like Louise was saying, the ones that probably very seriously injured someone, I'm not a big fan of. Yeah. The one, that guy falling off the roof is pretty good. To describe it, uh, it's probably some college students. There's a small group of them standing on a roof. Uh, maybe like a one and a half story high roof, so probably not too bad, I hope. <laughs> but they're doing the thing where you put your head down onto a baseball bat that you're holding against the ground, and you spin around until you get dizzy. And this guy does that, he stands up, he's gonna, he's gonna then take a swing with the bat, but instead he <laughs> literally staggers forward about ten feet to fall off the roof that he was not in danger of falling off of. Yeah. <laughs> He falls, like, <laughs> off-screen into maybe a tree? <laughs> yes. Uh, the so, one immediately below that, though, is horrifying. Do not click oh, on it. fighting with real swords? Yeah, no, I, don't. It has no. warning injury. It's very weird to me that um, it said the rules about gore apply to old posts, but I guess not all of them. Yeah. 
Stop it. <laughs> Are you still watching the person get their head chopped off or whatever? No, it's not that bad, but, like, these two guys are fighting with swords, and then they stop, and then they look down, and their arms have, like, to-the-bone huge wounds in them. No! Oh, God! No! And then the one immediately below that is a guy who's putting his hand against a dartboard and gets a dart in it, obviously. <laughs> but he seems surprised. <laughs> Everyone's oh, this drunk. One makes though. me sad. <laughs> you can't be surprised that these people are surprised because they are all drunk. Yeah. This one is uh, riot police trampling an old woman. Oh, yeah, no. that's not even like she's not playing a stupid game. She's yeah. trying to get away from riot police. That's a <laughs> that's what I'm we all have done. That one. Yeah, I'm downvoted. <laughs> You're not supposed to use this podcast to influence Reddit. <laughs> oh my god, there's 320 comments on this. I bet there is so much fighting. I'm going to click on the most controversial and see if they are horrifying. Oh god, it's going to be all, like, baby chopped up with lawnmower. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> why, did, uh, why did I say that? <laughs> Uh, oh, girl versus stairs versus gravity uh, is controversial because that's a repost. <laughs> I yeah. like the ones where nobody is very badly hurt and it's the person's own fault entirely. For instance, crossing a flooded road, my tuck my truck can totally cross this flooded road. And uh, what and number someone, is that? Uh, number forty-one. Okay. Oh, the old woman in the riot police is actually number six on controversial, in addition to being on the first page of Top of All Time. Weird. Uh, and the rules update that added the rule about less gore is the eighth uh, least, uh, most controversial one, uh, and was submitted 13 days ago, so I'm glad we didn't get this on a previous recording. Yeah. Maybe they're still working their way through some of these older ones. Anyway, okay. I like this truck one because a guy tries to drive across a flooded road. It goes so badly that he can't get across. His truck continues to drift further and further to one side until oh, it no. falls into a much deeper... Oh, no! <laughs> but then we do see in edit that he is physically fine, but his truck is completely destroyed, apparently. Oh, jeez. This poor guy. That well, sucks, though. I mean, yeah. yes. Oh, no! <laughs> then he jumps off falls into the deep water himself. Yeah, but uh, he deserved this one. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna call that. Yeah, I guess. That just really sucks. Like, I think we've all been in a situation where... Oh, Man, this is slapping this guy so hard in his face, and he went unconscious. Oh no! No, you need to focus up and stop watching videos constantly. (laughs) But they're so fun. Um, Oh no, that truck is sunk. How is the road so low? Like, like this guy clearly made a judgment error and a very bad one, and yet I'm still sad because this is going to cost him (laughs) thousands of dollars. This poor man who is just not that smart. Yeah. My dad has a truck like this one. Oh, yeah. I like this one very much. Because it's a gift from Aquaman. Hopefully no one got hurt in this one. Apparently no one got hurt. But uh, people have uh, strung up a rope 
a few feet above their swimming pool and the people are trying to cross it like you would cross something for like an army ropes thing mm-hmm. but the uh rope is attached we don't see oh, one no. side the other side it is attached to a post holding up a awning for like a little covered area for seating and oh gosh the oh no post oh, gets no. pulled down and oh, apart and no. all the shingles fall off the awning <laughs> that's yeah. pretty funny uh, jeepers. It also maybe uh, crushes that old man who was sitting under there to yeah, death. maybe. I mean, it's possible. I think that is a very badly made forward. column. Yes, definitely. Yeah, is. the column, like, the fact that I'm impressed that the shingle uh, arrangement was authentic. Uh, they all slid off of there exactly as I uh, <laughs> would expect them to, but that column should have been made of something stronger than popcorn. Yeah, it seems like the column that is holding up a roof is just made out of bricks without, like, something solid in the middle. Yeah, agreed. Uh, which, I, it, no maybe one they also do that. Oh, I can't even watch this cement one. the bricks together. Yeah, so because of uh, the way physics works <laughs> the fact that her weight is supported on both sides means that i mean she's a small woman she's maybe 100 pounds so less than 100 pounds of weight could pull this uh column apart yeah pretty bad yeah. i mean be safe. this appears i would guess that this is taking place in uh a place in the world where maybe construction codes aren't as stringent as they are in the united states mm, in some places maybe <laughs> Like well, in some places uh, in the okay. United States. Yes, I that's fair. I could totally I, see that happening here. I like the kid rollerblading in a box. Because he's just like in a flat cardboard box that is covering his arms. And he stumbles and falls over flat on his face <laughs> onto another cardboard box. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> it's like very clear that he's not hurt, though. As soon as I clicked on recording his bench press with no spotter and saw how oh, much weight no. was on it, I had to click away. I couldn't watch to the to the whoopsie. Yeah. Yeah, this I don't want to see that. I think this is what we're missing from a America's Funniest Home Videos, which is a staff that vets what they're going to put on television. <laughs> Whereas here, like, anybody can put any kind of horrors right into your face. Yeah, I suppose that's true. That's why I'm saying I think the world would be better off if, like, America's Home- Funniest Home Videos was just in charge of YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really like number 52, uh, titled Too Many Shirts. It's, uh, I guess, teenage girl, maybe college, uh, college-age woman, uh, who has done some sort of challenge where you put on many, many shirts, and she is openly weeping because she now can't get the shirts off. Oh no, that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I know uh, specifically this would be a fear for you, Yes. Matt. Oh god, oh my god, that's so <laughs> horrible. Oh, oh no, god. she can't get the wall! Ah! Oh! <laughs> <gasps> She's trapped in those shirts. Yeah. Oh my god, Forever get some clothes. scissors. You have to. <laughs> no, no. Oh, oh get god. a band saw. <laughs> if that's what you need to do. No, that's no. the in second oh, no. You have to calm down and realize that she she has to realize she's not pulling that shirt up as high, as far as she could to be able to get no, it off her head. No, she can't pull it up higher because her arms can't move that much because there's so many shirts on. <laughs> that's the problem. Feel, listen, I've gotten out of plenty of back zip dresses without any help. I really thought you were going to say I really thought you were going to say I've gotten out of plenty of bad shirt situations. <laughs> or well, I've gotten out of plenty of shirts. 
And sometimes you're like, all right, I'm getting all sweaty and frustrated, but all right, where's the point where I need more room? I got to work on that. Like, you have to think through it logically. But <laughs> what, okay, what are you saying that she should be doing instead? She should be using her hands to try to pull up where it's under her arms, pull it up just a little higher. She only needs like an extra inch. Uh, yeah, okay, I guess that's true. Yeah. Lighting a flammable balloon. Wait, before Jeff does his thing, can somebody please explain to me what's happening in post number 50, how Batman got on the naughty list? Because it, it looks like a prank for a second, where a guy dressed as Batman skids along an icy sidewalk and, like, clotheslines a guy dressed as Spider-Man, but then he legitimately is beating the (laughs) shit out of this guy, and then a guy dressed as uh, Santa Claus comes over and starts beating the shit out of Batman! I think this is a wrestling stunt. He's he's really beating this guy up, though. Uh, Yeah! He's not, though. Like, I think this is a wrestling stunt. He's doing all the big, showy, like, beatings, but when you see him kicking him, he's not actually kicking him. Yeah, maybe he's not. But why maybe. is he doing this on a I don't know. That first kick, the first kick, it looks like he's kick. He kicks him in the ribs until he hits the fence, which is why it seemed real to me. Yeah. Well, that's what wrestling's about: trying to make it look real, but then not not hurting yeah. someone beyond uh, reasonable. I think they're. But here's. I think they're just drunk. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think that. I think it's entirely possible that this uh, Batman and Spider Man fighting is like a wrestling thing. I don't think that this uh, Santa Claus is involved. Like, I think he maybe saw two people fighting and was like, I need to break this up, and then ran across the street to try to help. No, I disagree, because if you look when he first connects with Batman, he just sort of pushes his hand onto Batman, and Batman springs back in a big showy, like, oh, you punched me in the face type of move, but he didn't actually get punched in the face. Ah, look at this wrestling detective over here. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching like that this. part again. Yeah, maybe you're right. I like number 47, Woman Takes a Ride Down a Ramp in a Shopping Cart, because it cuts off, like, right at the impact, like the, um, back at it again at the Krispy Kreme vine. <laughs> I love that vine! Oh, man! <laughs> it's, it's perhaps the greatest piece of art that our generation has produced. <laughs> when is Vine gonna come back? We really need it, more than ever. I know! Even, like, a six-second Twitter video just isn't quite enough, because I want that artificial cutoff. Yeah. And you need the repeat on such a short video. The repeat yeah. is part of it. Okay, I just watched back at it again at Krispy Kreme because I <laughs> never heard of that before. So I just oh, watched it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it is very good. You're right. I want it. It's it's like a like a locked room mystery. I just want to know what happened. <laughs> what happened at the Krispy Kreme after he came back at it again? Can I just say how very happy I am that he hits it with it hits the sign with his feet? <laughs> though. Like, the alternative is terrible, and that's the reason why this girl riding down, woman takes a ride down a ramp on a shopping cart is maybe not as fun for me, is because there's a very real possibility that immediately after the cut, she is decapitated by that uh, (laughs) thing that she hits. Yeah, that was fair. (laughs) Oh, jeez. I wonder why Back at It Again at the Krispy Kreme is not the number one of all time on this subreddit, because it's clearly the best of this genre of video, right? It seems like it should be, yeah. Huh. 
Oh, man, there's an awful lot of terrible things happening to people on this board. <laughs> Let's see what's hot. We never go to what's hot or what's new. We always just look at top and controversial. Yeah, I feel like hot is like, you know, it, it's the front runners, and I want the classics, you know? Yeah, and Classic. also, I never look at controversial. Why would you look at that one? That's the bad I stuff. No, it's the stuff that gets a lot of upvotes and a lot of downvotes. Yeah, that's, that's why it's interesting to stuff. me. No! It's a bad move. Nah, half of people liked it a lot, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but half, half of, them of liked people it... are the worst. Half of people disliked it so much, they felt the need to uh, comment on that. <laughs> you don't have to comment to downvote. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, there's a... Okay, Dancing on the Roof is in Hot. It's number seven of Hot. And it's great, because this woman sprays a beer in her face and then smashes the can of beer against her forehead like she's going to do an extreme stunt, and then steps on a skateboard to skate off the roof, <laughs> slips, the skateboard goes flying, and then she just falls down, and the cameraman moves to, to film a pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's doing like a, like a wrestling stunt, like something Stone Cold Steve Austin would do. Yeah. <laughs> I just okay. noticed one of one of the moderators of this board is named Wild Stallions. Yeah, I enjoy that. <laughs> and has the flair the king of trashy. Yep. Also, number eight hot is phone trick of a guy being like, look, I could totally like flip my phone in my hand over the edge of this bridge and nothing will happen, and then the phone oh. falls and that's great. <laughs> what a cocky dick. <laughs> and it's a Snapchat video of him doing this. Does that mean anything? I don't know what the... No, I just think that sort of adds something to it for me. Also, the fact but, like, that he's clearly a shitty preteen really, really yeah. sells it for me. <laughs> like, one of his friends was taking this video and th then posted it after yeah. <laughs> videoing the phone's whole trip down to the river. Yeah, the yep. fact that nowadays you can say something terrible happened to my friend, but that's good content for me <laughs> is a pretty amazing thing. Oh, uh, that's fantastic. <laughs> he gives up so immediately. Yep. Like, flips it, sort of fumble fumbles, touches it with his other hand, and then just Jeff. spreads his hand wide. Jeff, you may need to stop talking until you don't have hiccups anymore, because it's I can't. horrible. I'm addicted to talking. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was thinking about that, but I think I would do the exact same thing that this kid does because the alternative is giving your friend much better content by you also falling into the... <laughs> <laughs> trying to catch the phone. <clears throat> oh, no! I saw one where somebody uh, looks like there's a lot of blood coming out of them. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> don't look at that. <laughs> so, okay, I have to talk about this one. Number 19 of all time, jumping onto an inflatable from the roof shows a guy jumping off of the roof of his house onto, like, a blow-up, like, bouncy castle-style slide, uh, and he hits it very hard and then bounces off of it, and the trajectory of his jump means that he bounces off to the side into a tree. And that's very funny. The reason I need to talk about this is because you guys have both been to my house, but our listeners probably haven't. Uh, this is, I, I where just, is this correction, it's 19 under hot. Sorry, oh. did I say all time? I meant Yeah, I was yeah. looking for it. Um, I, in my house, in the master bedroom, there is a spiral staircase that leads up to our loft, where we have all of our game systems and stuff. 
Um, and every time anyone comes into our master bedroom, the spiral staircase goes up above the bed, and they always are like, oh, man, it would be fun to jump off of the spiral staircase onto the bed. <laughs> and every time I have to remind them how physics works, because you wouldn't go down onto the bed and then straight up again. You would go down onto the bed, and then the angle in which you came in would smash lead you to smash through the window into the backyard. <laughs> but how Perfect. amazing would that be? Uh, but... No. Yeah, you could be number one on this subreddit, Matt. <laughs> uh, it's just... Uh, you just have to push Jen down some stairs or whatever. <laughs> uh, I've had to explain this to, no joke, almost every person that's come into the bedroom in our house. Uh, and good. so it makes me feel like what Louisa was saying about like dumb people not understanding physics. That's true, but way more people don't understand physics than you think. Yeah, it's uh, depressing. Taunting a goat, number 22 on Hot, it is also very good. It's some more terrible preteens. They look identical to the phone trick ones, <laughs> and uh, one of them gets rammed in the nuts by a goat. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you deserve. Of course. I saw a very <laughs> cute goat today, you guys. What was uh, his name? His name was Hamby. Why did you assume it was a he, Louisa? I said what was its name, thank you. Okay. But it was a he, and his name was Hamby. Um, I went to get a Christmas tree at a local Christmas tree lot, and they also had a little fenced-in area for their goats. Uh, yeah, to get a Christmas goat. Oh, man, I wish. <laughs> I would love to have a Christmas thing, right? goat. Is that a real thing? Oh, yeah, there it is. is uh, it's, it's made I of think straw, it's, though. It's not a real goat. I think it's, like, one specific town in Norway builds a big goat out of straw, and then... There's an alternate tradition that the town officials don't like, where that goat gets burned. Oh, no. And you have to be in a lottery if you live in that town, and if you pull the short straw, you have to go in the goat and get burned. <laughs> or there will yep. be no harvest the next year. And your very own son <laughs> throws the first stone. And weirdly, Nicholas Cage is the goat every year somehow. Also, all the residents of this town are Nicholas Cage. Now Seems that would good. be good. Yeah, I would watch a town. I would watch a movie about a town like. Oh that. man! Yes. If you think there is a town of all Nicolas Cage's, each one from his different movie, they would kill each other, though, right? I don't think it has to be all from his different movies. I think it would be more fun if you took a town that already exists and, like, you know, a small town, a couple hundred people, and like. Uh, did an in-depth biography of each of them, and then just had Nicolas Cage recreate those people on film. That would be mm. the ideal, I think. That would be pretty You just good. have them all wear uh, green, bright green hoods, and then digitally replace their heads with Nicolas <laughs> Cage. That is not the funnest way to do this. The funnest way to do this is to have Nicolas Cage borrow their clothes, no, and then... No. The point I was trying to make, totally separate from all this, was Nicolas Cage plays such wildly different characters that they would hate each other enough to kill each other. Well, yeah, they're all also serial killers. He only ever <laughs> plays serial killers. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yes. Uh, but sometimes they're not, they don't start out as serial killers until he starts playing them, I think. <laughs> that's why Superman. They could never finish that movie because Superman was going to be a serial oh, killer. Oh, fuck, that would be a good movie. <laughs> Superman snaps and becomes a serial killer. They'd never catch him. <laughs> they, they've made that movie a million times, no. including Zack Snyder's Man of Steel. <laughs> He's not a serial killer in that. He's an he accidental killer. He just kills killer. the one guy. Well, he accidentally kills a lot of people, but not... Yes, that's <laughs> true, too. Yeah, I think. Well, you gotta I, kill a few people to be a Superman. You, you gotta break a few necks to inspire hope inexplicably between movies. <laughs> oh no! 
Oh, I really like for that dumb Justice League uh, trailer where the news report is uh, there. There have been more uh, terrorist attacks and uh, things uh, in the rise of. Uh, they've all been on the rise since Superman has died. Like fucking, is that the only thing stopping any kind of bad thing in the world that Superman exists? Well, everything bad is happening in our world now, and Superman doesn't exist. So yes, I think that is the only explanation. Oh my God, there are more think... terrorist attacks because Superman was the only one stopping that. Yes, I think people being mean in the universe was supposed to be. <laughs> oh, I keep Jeff, doing for it. fuck's sake. Huh. I feel like you're just not allowed to be on a podcast right now. You have hiccups. I feel like it was a dropped plot element from the, like, dark side stuff. Because he usually has a human, um, what's it called? Propaganda guy who, like, indoctrinates <laughs> everyone into hatred um, before he man. arrives. <laughs> yeah, basically. His name is Glorious Godfrey, and he starts, like, a cult that everyone joins. And there's a bunch of, like full pages of, like, a bunch of glowering white people being like, you're right, immigrants are bad. Ugh, we don't need to see that in fiction. Yeah, that's probably yeah. why they cut it out, because they were like, uh-oh, this is already <laughs> happening in real life accidentally, and we don't even have a Justice League to help us. <laughs> yeah, I don't trust Zack Snyder to tell that story as much as I trust uh, Jack Kirby, a World War II, Jewish World War II veteran, to tell that story. Yes, yeah. that's true. Um, but also I think it's just because they don't want to do Darkseid anymore. It's, I don't understand why Darkseid wasn't in this movie already. Like, they should have, what, who gives a shit about Steppenwolf as your main bad guy? That's dumb. Yeah, I don't know what happened at all. They just, like, canceled Justice League Part 2 and made half a movie. Yeah. Well, no one wants to see it anymore. Are they going to do another Justice League movie, do you think? Uh, I don't know if they took Justice League Part 2 off the schedule. Um, the reason that we don't get two-part movies anymore is because of how bad The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2 did. Good. Um, which is That's... why Avengers got changed to Infinity War and Untitled Avengers sequel. <laughs> That's pretty ridiculous. Yep. Uh, and that's why Justice League became one movie also. Well, also because the first two movies cost uh, half a billion dollars each and did not make uh, nearly enough money to be profitable. I feel like this is the turn. It's going to happen, we know that for sure, that superhero movies are going to become unprofitable and unmakeable. There's one successful shared universe in film, and it's the Marvel one. For and now. other companies keep trying and failing miserably. Yeah. For now. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that uh, when the Marvel movies decline, that will be the the end of the boom. I don't think that DC's failure is going to be relevant because they keep making them anyway. Yeah. Yeah, So so Marvel, when you guys start declining in 2014, you better watch (laughs) out. No, I uh, I agree that they put out some, like, mediocre movies or stinkers, um, but I don't know, like, I'm hopeful because of how good Thor Ragnarok was, and yeah. if Black Panther is also good, then maybe they're still, they're, they're, like, on another upswing. That's the thing, if they actually diversify, they hire new uh, talent for all different levels of what they're doing, they can make it work, because that'll be enough new fresh perspectives to make something interesting. 
Yeah. The thing that's the thing it? that's crazy is that everyone was like, "Oh man, Deadpool was this like cool, fresh take on it, and it was super popular." But then they weren't like, "Let's keep supporting cool, fresh takes." They were just like, yeah. "Okay, back to like huge behemoths of the same garbage yep. for three hours." Yeah. Well, the thing they took away from that is you can make an R-rated blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Fox took the lesson, and then they made Logan, which is not funny, but it is a hard R like X Men movie that isn't a superhero movie, kind of like Deadpool was. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie too. Like, I didn't yeah. think I was gonna like it, but I think it's my favorite X Men movie. Yeah, I think um, the one of the other products of Deadpool's success is this year's It adaptation. I don't think that would have gotten as much of a marketing push or a budget. Uh, I, I think it opened in more theaters than any other R-rated movie has ever opened in history. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's the lesson they took from Deadpool. Not, we want funny or interesting or different superhero movies. It was, you can do an R-rated movie that makes a lot of money. They really should start doing it where they're just like, hey, you know, we have this superhero universe and we... We have our tent poles like uh, the Avengers or Captain America or whatever, and then we have these side characters that no one really gives a shit about, but we could make some money off of it. Let's give a small budget to a relatively unknown group of writers who have a podcast where they talk about Marvel <laughs> movies every fucking week, and uh, we'll have them write uh, the... Uh, I'm trying to think of a secondary Marvel. Can we go character. back in time and Captain redo Doctor Britain. Strange? <clears throat> the Captain Britain uh, oh, series. I would, I would love, uh, I would love to do a Captain Britain movie. We've uh, already cast Jason Statham as Captain Britain. We said this years ago. Yes, did we? Yep. That's a good casting. That is yeah. excellent casting. I don't remember this either, <laughs> but I definitely think that's good. We I want to do the story about it again. That was our idea. No, I am. <laughs> I want to do the storyline from the comics where he fights Dracula. Is that okay? Absolutely, yes. Although, okay, we are cool. just making uh, Captain Transylvania. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It, Captain Transylvania has to be in it. That's in our contract because we need to develop <laughs> But we still property. own him. We could take him and go put him in other things also. He could be in, like, the new Hellboy movie, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he would be such a good sidekick for Hellboy. Yeah, he's got... What do they have? They've got a demon. They've got a fish guy. They've got some kind of wizard. You know what they don't now have? they just need a Frankenstein. You know what they don't oh, have man. is every monster, and he yeah. is every monster, guys. <laughs> That's his one power, Jeff. Don't try to put him in a box of being a Frankenstein wolfman. His one power is that he's every monster. Yeah. He's extremely reminiscent of DC Comics Frankenstein in my mind whenever I think of him. Well, then you're thinking of him wrong because by his very definition, his one thing is that he's every monster. Yeah. What if he's like a skinny uh, action monster? Yeah, maybe. I mean, he's. Instead of a bulky one. He's yeah. all things to all people. Yeah, that's true. That's, uh, I think we've already this made this podcast. joke before, but that's my secret cap. I'm always every monster. <laughs> that does Wait, is he talking familiar. to himself, yes. or is there another captain nearby? No, just him. He's looking in the mirror and talking to his hat. <laughs> <laughs> then he, he turns, transforms into a Frankenstein, and punches a big robot. Oh, man. I, okay, well, I hope you guys like this, our 80-whatever installment in... 91st. 91st installment in a series where we just flesh out our character of Captain Transylvania <laughs> and literally never talk about anything else. 
Hey, we talked, we talked about, about a lot of a huge gifts. amount. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Uh, anyway, welcome to Gifts, the podcast yeah. where we just talk about gifts. Uh, anyway, if you guys like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. Please recommend us to your friends; that really helps us. Um, and if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at Seeing Reddit, or you can email us seeingreddit at gmail dot com. And I'm on Twitter at Kamikaze Pilot. You can follow me on Instagram, Jeff JK. Go to etsy.com slash shop slash funtimesonline. There's probably still time to order a gift for someone who you uh, feel comfortable getting a bootleg amiibo or a refrigerator magnet for. Like, uh, maybe a coworker or a classmate or uh, just someone that you're friends with, but, like, not close, but you see each other all the time, so it would be weird not to get a gift. I, I feel like it's appropriate for that type of relationship. Uh, you can also go to... Um, nope, that's it. Oh, I guess the Patreon, because I promised if I get 100 Patreon backers that mm-hmm. I will script and produce a Captain Transylvania radio drama. Where I, wherein I play Captain Transylvania. <clears throat> yes. And I'll I probably I digitally something. alter your voice so it's, like, deep and your regular voice at the same time, like that cool effect they do sometimes. Yeah, that's cool. I'm into that. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, I said that's, I would do that's something, all my but things. I don't know what, so... I might I go and... I need to remember if it becomes an issue. What's that? What happened? No, I said I guess I'll need to remember if it becomes an issue. Remember what? What I said I was going to do oh, <laughs> for yeah. this. Um, eh, it probably won't become an issue. This is I don't know. not a popular I'm, podcast. I'm seriously considering going and pledging a hundred times to Jeff's Patreon <laughs> just so that we can make this Yeah, happen. just creating a hundred <laughs> alternate Gmail accounts so you can keep signing up. Yep. We should do a special seeing Reddit if you get a hundred people, and only for your backers. And it would be one of the yep. not safe for work ones. Yeah, maybe. Although oh, yeah, we have to save, do we have to save that for our hundredth episode yeah, we have that's coming up for one hundred yeah, yeah. coming up? Yeah, they can get a taste of it, and then more of it will only be through this Patreon. That's true. So that's a great idea, and I'm on Twitter <laughs> at Heron Bird and on Instagram at Louisa Heron. So there you go. All right. Well, uh, thanks to the folks who've been talking about us on Twitter uh, since last week. Apparently, I complained last week that no one had been talking about us on Twitter, but it turns out it's because we hadn't posted the episode on Twitter yet. So, <laughs> yep. Uh, so, so you got two episodes last week instead. Yes. So, our bad. But uh, thanks to the folks who came out uh, and supported us afterwards. Like, uh, came out to what? Came out to Twitter. <laughs> uh, like Thomas Sobiek, as usual. Uh, Thomas. Uh, Count Viger, our friend Chris. Thanks, uh, thanks to mm, boo. thanks to Skirk <laughs> Lee. Uh, thank thanks, you. Oh, thank you, Lael. Thanks to Turner Dowen, who said that he uh, had a good conversation with his coworkers because of us. I find that hard to believe. What based mm, on seems what? Unlikely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, How is this possible? And we, thanks we don't to... even have a good conversation with each other based on this. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, very upset to learn that uh, our fan Hannah and her friends uh, repeat jokes made on the show to one another. Oh, no. Like, what? That seems inappropriate. Man, we don't make jokes. I don't understand how anyone can remember the jokes we make on the show. I certainly can. Yeah, I'm going to go into a fugue state as soon as this is over and my memory of it will be wiped. Yep. Jeff sits um, in a tank between episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and thanks to Tanner, as always. Tanner's uh, excited about having two episodes at once, never mind the fact that it was just us stealing an episode from him in the past, but that's fine. 
That's the way I feel about things when I'm like, oh, I have two cookies left. Yeah, because I didn't eat one yesterday. Yep. That's always the problem is that if you put any real thought into things like social security and then you're like, wait, this was already my money. I just didn't have time. I wasn't allowed to invest it myself. Well, it's probably yeah, for the I... best if you don't think about your social security money, to be honest. Yeah, especially right now. Yeah, I got my I got my 401k payout from my last job and was like, ooh, I have this big check to put into a savings. Like, no, it was supposed to be for when I'm old. Yeah. Yep. You're like, old oh, Jeff's never going to miss this. Yeah. You're robbing from your old desiccated corpse. <laughs> Good. He doesn't. That's the dream. Die literally having used up every one of your resources so you have nothing the moment you die, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean that's how that's how the Jehovah's Witnesses do it. That's why Is Prince really? didn't have a will. That's so weird. Yeah, they didn't know what to do with Prince's music after he died because he left no will. Because yeah. uh, in the Jehovah's Witness faith, you uh, don't care about your earthly possessions because you, you get to go to heaven. You know what I say they should do? Play it. It's good. Listen to it. You should. Oh, the music? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. By Prince. Yes. Oh, okay. That, yeah, that's, that pretty, joke, that's a good plan. That joke would have been funnier if you'd let me get a word in edgewise after you said <laughs> that they don't know what to do thing, but I kept on trying to bust in and you just were not letting it happen, so. Oh, boy, I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> I'm just going. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, well, I hope you guys like this episode, and please remember to keep come back next time. But in the meantime, please remember to keep your pockets on Shrek. Don't read the comments. Mm, it's holiday season. The holiday season. So hoop dee doo and dickery dock. Uh, don't forget to hang up your sock, because just exactly at 12 o'clock, he'll be coming down the chimney down. I thought of another fake band that had a real hit, the Partridge Family Band. Rest in peace, Ooh, David Cassidy. There you go. That's a good one. Uh, what, what is the name? What is the Partridge Family really? Because uh, I know that there was a sitcom and it was yeah. the Brady Bunch, but they're in a band. Yeah, well, uh, the premise is that they're a family band, which was kind of a thing in the seventies. That would yeah. be on like yeah, like the traveling shows. Wilburys, right? Nope, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's Paul McCartney and all his sons. You know, a family <laughs> yeah. of middle-aged men. <laughs> they can yep. be a family. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's the nineties.